Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to Outside the Top 25. It's week 10, and we got a lot of fucking good outside the top 25 teams to talk about because apparently if you're inside the top 25 in the ap that really doesn't mean fucking shit if for the college football playoff committee especially if you're a g5 team especially yeah <laughs> especially you bottom tier losers so we're recording this on a wednesday it's gonna drop uh thursday morning college football rankings drop tuesday night and uh yeah there was seemed to be a common theme Fuck the G5. Fuck the G5. It doesn't even matter if, say, you're a G5 team joining a P5 conference. Apparently not. No. Because you know what the Big 12 is going to be? A G5. In 2023? A G6 team? A G16. <laughs> Power four, baby. Power four. It's going to fucking happen. You know, it's fucking hard to just beat this drum <laughs> since 2017. When well, after I a while, switch for you guys, I did not agree to have you attack me and my alma mater. I am very, very sad about this. What I am, your I'm the we have the yeah. same alma mater. What are you well, talking? Then about? How are you not more depressed about this? Uh, because I've been saying this and I've been screaming about this for I don't know four, five years now. Why would I be depressed? I don't. Mizzou's P five. At a certain point, you just get so beaten down by the system that you just give up. So. My favorite thing that Dan says, so we were, we just did the baseball show right before this and and my favorite baseball team and tied with the both Mizzou teams for my favorite team. I really it's like picking your kids uh which one you like more. They just won the championship, right? Dan says the most hilarious and depressing thing and that is I don't even know why college football is my favorite sport because my team is literally not allowed to win the championship. All the time. I say that every single fucking time. <laughs> it's my favorite sport in the world. <laughs> And I guess I'm a masochist <laughs> because I just I just like being told no. I like being I like pain. Um, I like Mississippi State being ranked for no fucking reason. <laughs> no reason. It's the formula, right? 2017, a three loss Mississippi State was a was ahead of an undefeated UCF, and I, I remember they barely squeaked out a win against UMass, and then all the fucking Mississippi State fans came and chirped at me, and I, I got into it. Like I, I don't think I'm welcomed in Starkville. So I will continue to to fucking beat down on Mississippi State. Fans. You don't want to getting kicked out of Starkville is like someone telling you you're you're not allowed to go to like a, a Vietnamese prison. Like what? Like who? Great, I wasn't gonna go anyway. It's fine. But uh, you know, it's the same argument. It says you don't play nobody. Uh, I ain't play nobody, pal. Ain't play nobody, pal. Uh, you guys don't know what it's like. It just means more in the SEC. Okay. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. The, I guess so. Mississippi State had like a good year or two with Dak Prescott and Dan Mullen or whatever, but they are certainly a top tier uh, valor stealer. Yeah, in the SEC. Yeah, they're not quite the level of like Tennessee, Ole Miss, Arkansas valor stealing. Listen, when you when you're ranked and you have three losses, two of which are to fucking Memphis. They lost to Memphis. They lost to a team you butt fucked. A team like by the way, my nights are not very good. Yeah. Um. And. With a freshman quarterback, we rolled Memphis. Yeah. Yeah, you can't lose to Memphis. Uh, our Roadrunners, UTSA, Trash. number 16 in the AP, beat Memphis. You know who's not ranked this week? Undefeated UTSA. So, Who they kept calling USTA. Right, and I think that's because everyone on the college football playoff committee makes like mid-six figures to seven figures. So they all play tennis a lot, and so they all got mm. USTA confused. That, with That's U- it. Yeah, uh, no, it, it's just kind of like boilerplate disrespect to the G five that like I've already seen so many times. Like they kept referring to us in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen as UFC. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, well you know, it's just like the the lowest insult you can make is yeah. to just say our name wrong. Yeah, I I hope they somehow like say Cincinnati's name wrong, like uh, the Cincinnati Cat Bears. Or <laughs> I'm sure they will yeah. at some point. Uh, but it's just so transparent how little they care about what the public thinks now who's on the playoff committee uh well gary barda is the current ad of the university of iowa and you know who's ranked and shouldn't be ranked fucking iowa iowa yeah (laughs) um he was talking about how cincinnati only had one top 10 win and that they needed to see more who's you know who ohio state's beaten 
You know who Alabama's beaten? Not. They have zero top 10 wins. Right. But I, Alabama, I get, right? Sure. Rank Alabama two. I, I would have personally put Alabama four. They deserve to be in the top four, though. They deserve to be top four, and you get the benefit of the doubt when you're Nick Saban, when you're Alabama. Right. That makes sense to me. Right. <sighs> the other two that are in there are bananas. Well, one of them's bananas. Are you saying Oregon? Yeah. Is it because well, Oregon? You're gonna put Ohio State over Oregon? So all those arguments. No, I put Cincinnati in over Oregon for sure. But that's who I put in. But there's there's people making the arguments, and I'm sure you know we're gonna have plenty of Ohio State fans like in the chat tomorrow, kind of going to bat, be like they're better than Oregon, even though we lost to Oregon. They lost to Stanford. It's like well, head to head needs to matter, right? Right. Wins and losses need to matter at in some capacity. If not, why are we doing this? They did rank Oklahoma correctly. I guess, yeah, for now, right? Yeah, you're right. But but let's be real. Oklahoma runs the table. They go undefeated. When they're they're in, twelve, they're in. They're in because we don't think Michigan State, who's the other team, they're not going to run. Michigan the table. State is going to lose to Ohio State. Ohio, but also, though, Ohio State's going to be in because if, they're going to beat Michigan State. If Michigan State does run the table, then Ohio State's done. Yeah. So the, one of those teams will take care of the other. Yep. And, but it's setting up perfectly. I can see it now. Georgia, Alabama, SEC championship, number one versus number two. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Alabama lost the number one team in the country. Slide them down to four. Yeah. Let's get a rematch, especially if it's close. God. Let's have back-to-back weeks of Alabama and Georgia. Well, man, how, how, many, how, many, how much does Georgia need to overcome their sports curse this fall? Like, really? You got to play, you got to take another 3-1 lead on the Dodgers, and then you have to play Alabama like three times? <laughs> Just or twice. twice when, either twice. way, twice in a row, too? Like, what like <laughs> that's just a lot that's a lot of hurdles to jump also all these rank the rankings too the at least the college football rankings they kind of like stroke each other off and they do the math together to kind of make it make sense so like mississippi state's ranked right now um because they have three top 20 wins but three top 20 in the college football playoff rankings right you know who cincinnati no longer will have ranked wins against SMU in Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not right. That is by design. Yeah. That is by design. I, am I, which Dan am I talking to here? <laughs> You're just breaking down the system, showing. <laughs> 2017. Uh, I believe 11 win USF team. Unranked. Right. Going in against us. Play us uh, day after Thanksgiving. Oh, you remember that 49-42 classic Mike Hughes returned to a kickoff. At the end of the game, game to win the game. Great it's game. on ABC. One of the most watched games, I believe, in college football history, like regular season. Really? Yeah. So, like, the, the whole argument that uh, nobody watches the, these little schools or, right. like, they're not going to get the same ratings. I understand the money aspect. Like, we don't have, yeah, we don't have the alumni base. We don't have necessarily the money coming in. And Do you, in. I think you don't have the alumni base who gives a shit necessarily. But at this point, what, when was UCF found in 1960? It was like 64, yeah. 64. My, my dad's older than my school. Yeah, but that's fine. But like, so I guess you don't have like the rich alumni, like you don't have the 70 year olds. That sure. Are dropping but in let's money. not make this about my school because yeah. my school is irrelevant this year. Right, 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 right. This, at the end of the day, is Cincinnati. I know a lot of Cincinnati fans have been chirping me too. Like, why do you, got, why do you hate us so much? I'm like, I don't. Like, I'm, I'm just being realistic. This was always going to happen. Yeah. This is like, no matter how good your coach is, no matter how good your quarterback is, no matter how good your defense is, um, they're going to set it up so there's hurdles that you cannot overcome. How does Cincinnati get in then? And I know this is outside the top 25, but for all intents, intents and purposes, we're talking about a team on the outside right now. You might as, be, you might as well be on rank. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, um, so there is a way, and it's going to, but they need a lot of teams to fucking fall. They need right. a lot of chaos. Well, first off, they need Notre Dame to win. Yes. Everything. Oh, well, love how Notre Dame is now 10, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it was a top 10 win, but barely, right? It's yeah. Notre Dame. Notre Dame hasn't really had that good of a season. Their only loss is Cincinnati. Right. Beating yeah. USC, it's North one, Carolina. One oh, they're, they're not very good this yeah. year, though. Yeah. But sure. So they're going discur- to discount anything Notre Dame does. Um, Cincinnati, obviously, they're going to beat SMU. They're going to beat Houston. But it's not going to matter because they're not ranked. and they're not, Those wins are not going to matter. Despite beating like a one loss, right? But so Michigan team this deep in the season, either Michigan State and Ohio State are going to lose. That one of those teams has to lose, right? 
And if Michigan State loses, they're probably out. And I think Michigan State, uh, like, hate to break it to you, Green, but, like, you guys aren't that good. Like, no. Michigan's not that good. Um, you guys are having a wonderful season. Mel Tucker is going to parlay this into probably the LSU job. Um, where he will fail. Where he will fail. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't want to see. I actually want him to stay. I think Sparty's, Sparty would be Sparty's better a off. Sparty's a fun school to have be good. They are. Like, I enjoy them. And uh, I don't know how involved the football and basketball teams were with, like, the Larry Nassar stuff. I don't think they were, but, like... Uh, Izzo was getting investigated. I don't know what the D'Antonio situation was. But, you know, Baylor just won the national championship in basketball. Right. If anything, it helps to be awful. I guess, You'll get wins. Uh, Karma's not a real thing in college sports. No, not at all. (laughs) No. So, yeah, they... The common theme, though, with this rankings, they left off UTSA, they left off Houston, they left off SMU. Louisiana's off. Uh, so is Coastal. Yeah. Later, Coastal. Well, at least we welcome to the outside the top 25 Coastal. Yeah. And Louisiana. Because now for the rest of the year, we'll be going off CFP rankings. Yes. And you had some um, issues with uh, Minnesota being ranked as well. I disagree with that, though. Oh, because, you know, they're leading the West in the Big Ten and because yeah. they have six wins. They're a six division and leader. Six and two is a fine team to be ranked 20th. I'm, I'm drawing a hard line in the sand, Rob. If you lose to Bowling Green at yeah. any point in the season, during any season, I don't care if Bowling Green's undefeated, you don't get to be ranked. That should be a, that should okay. be a bylaw right. in college sports. You lose the Bowling Green, you're out. All right. That's just, you know, hard and fast. Look, if that's, what you, if that's what you believe. That's what I believe in. That's what you believe. So that's kind of our outside the top 25 breakdown of the college football playoff rankings. Uh, you know, these, at the end of the day, this conversation could be null and void. Like nobody, like Cincinnati could end up in, right? Like a lot of, a lot of shit can happen between right. now and the end of the season. And hopefully by some act of God, they make it. But you know what? They could also stumble, too. <laughs> They're not... Well, so, I mean, Houston's looking a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Houston's looking... And where is that game? Dana's got a few... Uh, oh, no, they wouldn't play till it, the championship, It would right? be in Cincinnati because it would be the uh, championship game. The championship game is in Cincinnati? It's wherever... Whoever, whoever the best record. Oh, so there's no, like, neutral site? I don't believe so. Because every, every conference championship we get, game we played in was uh, at UCF. Weird. Yeah. No so wonder, so you no get, get a home field advantage. Okay. But obviously, Houston at that point, their only loss would be outside the conference to Tech. Right. Which is a bad loss. It's but, a bad loss. But it's also the first game of the season. So that matters too. Forgivable, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, either way. Um, dude, yeah. The, you know, this is just the college football committee. This is a bunch of ADs and kind of uh boosters and shit from power five conference teams and this is what you get for your is, school not being founded in 1902 or earlier yeah, i think i think uh pft tweeted this but he's just like uh the the committee essentially told all the g5 teams stop being poor yeah yes <laughs> stop being poor stop being poor it's solid advice it's a good life lesson yeah no matter how hard you work that's what all college football is and maybe that's why I like it so much. You can connect it to life. And it's just like, no matter how hard you work, if you start at a certain point, um, no matter what you do, no matter what you accomplish, it'll never be good enough. It's definitely closer to life than like the NFL or something where, you know, oh, you do bad, but then you get draft picks. So it's... it's, it's there is no reward for being like a shitty. really elite G5 team. No. And soon to be G sixteen, right? You know, so like, if we want to put this on life, uh, right now, Cincinnati is the smartest kid in the trailer park. Yes, yeah, he ain't getting out. <laughs> so, uh, that kid in the trailer park, he's going to end up getting shot and paralyzed. <laughs> it's all fun and games, Rob. It's all fun and games until you're vegetized. Yeah. Oh fuck. God damn, there's nothing better than you on a G5 rant. Like, truly, I enjoy it deeply. At this point, it should be good, though, because I've kind of went through it, you know, five or six years at this point. Right. But now... What I you, should have the, the talking points down. The next point... The next, yeah, and you'll get to go through this again, too, where you're a, uh, you think you're going to be a Power 5 team, and then the, the Big 12 just gets relegated. 
Yeah, that's what happened in the Big East. Yeah. That is what the American Athletic Conference was. It was the Big East. Yep. We moved there. Boise bailed. Uh, and then so did all the good teams in the Big East. Yeah. Louisville, gone. Yep. Miami, gone. Yeah. Boston College, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I assume with the Big 12, as soon as, say, Kansas can leave for the Big 10, and I know they're sh- terrible at football, but, you know. Pitt and Syracuse, gone. Yeah. Same thing happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Kansas can leave for the Big 10, they will. If um, the moment, like, some, like the Pac-12 is like, all right, Tech, fine. Iowa State will probably try to get in the Big Ten too with Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's, that way that do you just Iowa, leave Oklahoma and Oklahoma State by themselves? Like what's Oklahoma's going, going to the SEC? Yeah, Oklahoma's the one that helped murder the big. Yeah, the Oklahoma big and Texas are gone. So it'll be well, us, Cincinnati, BYU, Houston go to the Big Twelve the same year. Texas, so all Oklahoma. of my accomplishments as being a Big Twelve finalist and a big will 12 mean nothing. Will mean nothing. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, pissed on yeah within yep. 10 years people will be like the big 12 where did you go to school like jacksonville state <laughs> what is that rinky dink yeah, conference what? <laughs> what the fuck is that d2 I'm yeah s- i'm sad now yeah you might as well tell people you like wrestled in, in like the northern sky conference or something just random that's always the best thing too with my school where they're like huh, ucf what is that like some little fucking tiny ass school in central florida like nah it's biggest school in the country yeah uh, like no no we're not small we let in anybody yeah literally no other school is bigger than us yeah arizona state ohio state now we're one asu's close right yeah they got like 70 mm-hmm. something it's fucking bananas but you know we're a commuter school so yeah that's what we're always preferred to nobody now, wants a now com- we have a really good big campus that was kind of designed after a disney theme park <laughs> right well i feel a little bad for the university of cincinnati so i mean you guys were founded in the 60s so what you know you didn't you couldn't go you you couldn't just join a conference right away but the university of cincinnati was founded they've been around a long i mean they're a, they're this in 1819 yeah and so you, and they just kind of got screwed nipper is a really cool environment for a game right okay it's I'm cool been, it's a cool stadium yeah it's a cool environment um you know, you can kind of make fun of our little high school stadium that doesn't have concrete foundation. So the, the metal bleachers, which, uh, you know, are always good in Florida during thunderstorm season. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start to jump on those, the name Bounce House came from the structural integrity of the stadium kind of almost collapsing onto itself. Sort of bend, don't break situation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the reason for the nickname is because it always feels like the stadium's going to collapse on the players love that mm-hmm. uh some other news clay helton got a new job dude shouts to clay getting back on his feet real quick yeah well that's what you do you get fired from your your big job you go to a smaller job georgia southern yeah. honestly uh like the hire worst places to go yeah uh don't think he's bringing the triple option with him so a uh, little revamp there with their offense. You got to think so. Yeah, probably probably not doing that. Where is Georgia Southern? So that'll be weird. It's kind of like um, when Collins took over at Georgia Tech, and you're like, oh, no, Georgia Tech doesn't run the option anymore. Yeah, that is a bummer. That's sad. Uh, out, not far from Savannah, kind of in the middle of nowhere, but, I mean, you know, he's not far from a beach. Yeah, that's fine. We, we have been of the uh, opinion that Georgia State should be better than they are way better than they are because you should be able to like but then again so should texas state so that's true yeah that's true you hear that sean he he left he left he scuttled out of here (laughs) of course he did yeah that little little man little hobbit uh pj fleck also got an extension for being ranked i guess um unrightfully so and uh kind of late on this but uh gary p out at tcu patterson's that's actually a, a kind of a crazy one it's only been there for like 20 years. Yeah, that's an interesting, like what, it's just not working anymore? Um, I, over the last four or five years, too, there are a lot of tensions between him and the administration, obviously the players, too, because, you know, there's some, some racial components and some things he's done oh, in practice and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's just kind of made you do a double take, like, uh, Gary, what? What? What, what? what Gary? Don't don't give any fuel to Colin Kaepernick's uh, yeah. claims, man. Also, uh, diminishing returns since they became a power five team yeah they had a great season early in the big 12 where they maybe should have made the playoff or no did no baylor won that the conference that year right yeah yeah so they shouldn't have made the play should have been baylor but 
Um, regardless, it was a great year. Um, and oh, then no, it, did TCU? I think wasn't Baylor, T- was that what was the year TCU went undefeated and played in the Fiesta Bowl? That was the same year. Was uh, the same year? Yeah, uh, it was like the first playoff year. First, did they make year. TCU play? Was this before? The, I, I like my my memory is getting kind of messed up right now because there's so many conference realignments. But I know TCU. I might have played Baylor before they were in the Big Twelve. Yeah, might have still been Mountain West. They played on and off, and he had a ton of success as a Mountain West as a G five school. He made the Rose Bowl and always made big bowls. Um, didn't they beat Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl one year or something like that? Twenty ten Fiesta Bowl. Uh, yeah, but twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, they lost to an undefeated Boise. That's what it was. Okay, but no, in twenty like fourteen or fifteen, uh. They, uh, Baylor and this was before the Big 12 instituted their conference, um, championship. Right. And so what happened was. No, no, I know that. But like literally there was a like kind of G5 national championship in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. It was Boise who was in the WAC at the time and TCU was in the Mountain West. Yeah. It was 12 and 0 Boise versus 12 and 0 TCU. Uh, Boise won 17 to 10. So. That's kind of what I was well, thinking well. of. Okay. Either way. Uh, Want to recap our picks from last week? I would, yeah. love, I would love to recap our picks from last week. As you notice, I uh, did not put it at the top of the run sheet. Yeah. Interesting how that works. It's by design. <laughs> you went 15-6, and six, man. Congrats. You had a great week. I'm back, baby. You fired every bu- bullet possible. Yeah. Every bullet you had in the chamber, in your pockets, whatever. Like you went all out. You went 15 and six, paid off. I mean, look at, okay. I made 21 picks. You made 17 picks. I made four more picks than you. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> well, I went, you know, I went nine and eight. It's not great. Above 500. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so on the season, I'm 87, 70, and three. So 55.4%. Uh, you're 84, 74, and three, 53.2%. So tight you're you uh i mean you were you were a game above 500 last week and yeah. now you are 10 right back in the mix i'm ready to go can't you can't kill me apparently not yeah hopefully this week i think i we're gonna read this the week so i assume what you mean by that is you picked games that you thought you would be better at picking than me so no actually with these kind of weeks um there's a lot of uh <laughs> There's not a whole lot of unranked games that are worth talking about. So, like, I pick 15 a week, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, 15 best unranked games. I don't really, I'm not doing it. It's not, I'm not going as deep as the college football playoff committee right. with their schemes. Right. No, I'm just picking the 15 best unranked games. Okay. So, I'm trying to keep it fair. I'm trying to keep it honest. All right. All right. Above board. Um, but, yeah, where, uh, where can they make these picks, Rob? Uh, well, there's this cool website that I like to use called mybookie.com. Mybookie.com is our fair place to gamble. It's where we make all our picks. Uh, it's where Holloway and Ross make all their picks too. Um, it's just where we like to gamble. It's where we do it. And look, without a proven betting platform, it may feel like the house always wins, but with MyBookie's double deposit bonus, you start with a leg up. Use the promo code Bros to sign up now, claim your first deposit bonus with MyBookie, and use the extra funds to find your edge. This weekend, lay the points with Arizona as they continue streaking in San Francisco, and with two top 10 offenses in the Titans and Rams going toe-to-toe on Sunday night, you can easily and safely Hulk smash the over at MyBookie. Don't just take our word for it, though. Head to MyBookie.com, sign up now, again, using the promo code Drinking Bros to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends win alone, so uh, have your buddies use your referral link, which you can get when you sign up, um, or if you already have an account, too, you can, you can get it also. You don't need to sign up to get it. Like, if you have an account, you can get a referral link at MyBookie, so it's not just for new customers, um, but when you send your referral link to a friend and they sign up, uh, you receive an additional 250% bonus on their first deposit. So if Dan sent me a referral link and I deposited $100, Dan would get $250. Pretty good fucking deal. Uh, plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so you can send it to as many people as you want. So join the party at mybookie.com. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Uh, we also have to talk about uh, Ghostbed real quick because that is our other advertiser, and they rule, and I like talking about them. Uh, they're the best mattress in the land. Dan sleeps on one uh, every night. Every night. Every night. Him and his dog, sometimes his lady, just taking up that ghost bed. Um, 
Yeah, they're the best mattresses in the world. There's one in the studio. Most of the office sleeps on a ghost bed. Uh, they're running two deals right now. They're both rad. Um, I'll, I'll go in order of size of discount. Um, so the first deal they're running, this is the bigger discount. Uh, it's a bundle deal. It's 40% off, and what you do is you start with a mattress and an adjustable base that has to be included in the bundle, and then you just add on from there sheets, pillows, other mattresses. Like, I'm moving into a new house uh, in, like, six months, and I got to put at least one extra, one or two extra mattresses in there. So, like, yeah, it's nice. It'd be So, you know, if you're doing some, if it's a situation like that where you need to, like, fill up a couple rooms with mattresses, this is a good deal for you probably. Um, that's 40% off. Anything, it's, it just has to start... With the mattress and the adjustable adjustable base, you can add on anything from there. 40% off. You go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, build that bundle. You get 40% off the other deal that you can get. Uh, it's 30% off. And again, you go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, use uh, the promo code drinking bros and anything you buy is 30% off. So this is a little more of an a la carte option. If you just need a mattress uh, and sheets or just a pillow, you just want to buy one pillow. Or if you want to slap stuff together, but you don't need uh, you don't need like a base, for example, like you already have a bed frame or something. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Use the promo code drinking bros. That'll get you 30% off. These mattresses are made in America. They have a 20-year warranty. You can try it 101 nights for free. If you don't like it, you can send it back. Uh, they find they do financing with the mattresses as well. So it's like $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. Don't need great credit to get it. Um, yeah, man, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Best mattresses in the world. Highly recommend getting one. That's my spiel. Let's get in some picks. Let's do it. Uh, first game. We got Thursday night. Uh, so when you're hearing this, tonight's game, Georgia State catching 12 at Louisiana. Now unranked Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Uh, Over-under is 53 and a half. Interesting. Uh, honestly, kind of a pretty entertaining game here for Thursday night from the Sun Belt. Yeah. I can get down with this game. It's a fun, Again, it's Georgia a, State should be better than they are. It's a fun belt game. We all like, we all like the fun belt. Uh, Louisiana, you know, slowly actually turning around. Ever since that Texas loss, yeah. undefeated. Well, um, ranked in the AP. Ranked in the AP. I don't... Does the AP moving forward even kind of like adjust to like kind of cave to the college football playoff committee? I think they, I think they at least subconsciously take that into, into consideration. Yeah, one hundred percent. Either way, uh, I think Louisiana is rolling right now, and I think they probably are. I would put them as the favorites right now in the Sun Belt over Coastal. I, I know they're going to eventually have yeah, it's a little collision course that's coming, um, but I could see. I can see Georgia State covering here with the 12th. Okay. So I I'll actually, Georgia State. I like Louisiana to cover. Um, obviously, Auburn didn't cover against Georgia State. That was a weird early season game, but App State absolutely murdered Georgia State. Early, too. Er, less early. It was, less, it was a month ago. Right. Um, Thursday night game, though. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um, Louisiana is rolling, though. Levi Lewis just fucking slinging the ball right now. I mean, Louisiana didn't. All over. Louisiana has won their last two games by a combined 10 points. I just don't know how to. I don't know how I feel about Georgia State. Uh, I like Louisiana to cover, and I like the over. In case you're wondering, I will be making a lot of picks again this week. Oh, you're doing it again? Because I'm here to bury you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the over, 53 and a half. And yeah, Louisiana and the over. Okay, I think the over is a really safe bet, actually. Uh, well, Georgia State typically can put up points, uh, but we'll see. I guess. Yeah, we'll see. Fucking see. I do. I have to counter you now. Well, that's the that's the that's the gamesmanship. Yeah, it is. but you could also have a terrible week, and right? Just dig yourself into a goddamn. But if I don't have a terrible week, coal mine. You're you're kind of fucked. Or a little well. I guess we'll find out. You're just going to be stuck in a little well. You gotta, your gamble now is, can I do well two weeks in a row? No. Do that well too. Yeah, I know. That's, Not a I, chance. And I knew, I knew you would think that regardless, and that's why I'm doing this again. Okay. There's no, no reason to play conservative. Like I said in the baseball show, Dusty Baker was insane for bringing in his fucking mediocre relievers as the Braves were dumping and running. Like, just Bring in your stop starters. the bleeding. Stop the fucking bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got Virginia Tech, minus three at Boston College, over under 47. Okay. What do you like here? Man, that's a weird, it's a weird game. Uh, at Boston College, I, I got to look at these fucking, how these teams have done lately. Uh, Virginia Tech and Boston College, I think both, no, Virginia Tech did well last week. They, I think I won their bet, but Boston College 
they failed me big time last Boston week. Boston College is not very good. Man, we, they're on a fucking... They were one of our misses early in the season. Mm-hmm. We, we thought Boston College was going to kind of be in the mix for the ACC. Four Total hit. swing and a miss. Same with TCU. TCU was my just... They're probably by far my biggest disappointment of the season. Boston College is especially disappointing because, I mean, that, it's just a great offensive line, and I don't... Yeah, it's it's weird to me. Uh, but they're on a four-game losing streak. They're playing at home. They're playing at Virginia Tech. I wouldn't even... Uh, wouldn't even care. Yeah, Virginia Tech, weren't they dogs against Georgia Tech last week, weirdly? Um, they were dogs, and they, they, won were. By, they won by nine. I don't understand. Like, There's been so many weird lines on Georgia Tech that I just keep fading them and winning, and I'm like, all right, then. Yeah. I'll, Vegas wants to keep making this mistake. It was really fucking bizarre. Um, I'm picking Boston College. They can't lose five in a row. At so, home. You're taking money line or plus three? Uh, just give me the plus three for now. I don't know how I feel about a money line. Um, but yeah, like, God damn, like they can't keep losing like that. This over under is interesting to me. I'm going to be on the under. Yeah. So Virginia tech has kind of danced back and forth between really high scoring weeks and fairly low scoring weeks. Yep. 28 to seven against Pitt. Uh, they would not have covered this over against Georgia tech. Um, but then against Syracuse, against Syracuse of all people, the points just couldn't stop getting put on the board. And then uh, the Notre Dame game was really high scoring. Uh, they would have covered this over against West Virginia as well. I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about the over under on that, but I definitely, um, I definitely like. I'm just going to roll with BC. Okay, got another Friday night game: Utah minus seven and a half at Stanford. Over under is fifty four. Uh, two teams kind of seemingly uh, going in different directions yeah see this is like there's always a curveball where it's not it's not a curveball obviously but like i would feel so much differently if this game was at utah stanford coming line. off two straight losses one to washington state <laughs> one to oh actually three straight losses arizona state washington state and washington after beating oregon right in overtime right so and then the, and then like they were looking interesting early in the year because they beat oregon before that they absolutely boat raced usc and you're like, whoa, what is Because Tanner McKee came in as their quarterback. Right. He's kind of start changed things up. Stanford looked like they had a competent offense for, mm-hmm. for once, which is it's been a minute, at least since like Christian McCaffrey. Uh but yeah, this is a seven and a half. Utah's a different team on the road compared to like, you know, being in Salt Lake. It's just a weird place to play. Right. Um not really a home field advantage at Stanford. At this point, only in so much as the uh, visiting team has to like sleep in a hotel. That's about it. Right. Right. Like that's yeah. Uh, man, both the over under and the line are like kind of weird to me. Again, this is like right, like especially the over under. It's like I don't know. Like it could really go either way. Like I'm not. I don't. It's it's like a very definite maybe because like Stanford hit that over this year against USC, Vanderbilt, UCLA. Oregon, that was an OT game. I have a question for you. Okay. When do we start ragging on David Chell for being a bad coach? About now. Because, you know, he was always in the conversation like, oh, no, he's like an NFL guy. He's going to eventually make the jump. He's going to be a great hire for somebody. You know, it's kind of, yeah. kind of hasn't been really good lately. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Um, man, how's Utah done on the road this year? Because you're right, they've been a real fucking trap at home. I mean, they beat USC on the road. Mm-hmm. Well, um, who hasn't, really? Yeah, they lost to BYU on the road, but I don't necessarily blame the rivalry game at BYU. San Diego State on the road is kind of a bad loss, I think. San Diego State, now, still ranked, though, actually. The only, I guess the Mountain West is the only conference that they have any the respect G5 for that whatsoever. They respect, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, losing to Oregon State. All right, you know what? Give me a half point and give me Utah. Seven and a half? Yeah, so you're taking uh, minus seven. Yeah, Utah minus seven. Okay, uh, we disagree. I actually think Stanford will make this a game. I mean, there's a way where I could win this and you can push. So right. I'll take that. I'll just take the seven and a half with Stanford. Well, um, yeah. And just kind of clo- or like fucking grip my teeth and hope David Shaw can actually pull one out for <laughs> once. Uh, next up, you know, a little troop battle. Troops. Battle of the troops. Uh, Army. Plus two and a half at Air Force. Over-under is 37. This, Rob, is a principal play. When the military academies play, you have to go the, with the under. It doesn't matter what the number is. 
The number could be 12. The, num- the number could be 37. I will always take the under when the military play. Then I shall take the over. <laughs> I like the over here. It's 37. Yeah, they're playing the exact same offense. Yeah. This is uh, you fighting yourself. Yeah. I like the over. This is Captain, <laughs> Captain America just fighting himself and like, it, you're, it's a mirror. Here's the thing, though. The one thing people don't give enough credit to for the the uh, the option or whatever is um, you can break it off, really. You can break plays off really easily. For sure. Because when you're ever, playing Wake Forest and you put up 56 and you still lose because, because you give up 70 points. When you're defending the option, everyone's at the line. There's no safeties or anything, right? Like Everyone's pretty close to the line. So if you shake loose, you're gone. Rob, this is, this is football... This is the modern day version of what you would have seen in eighteen, like sixty nine. Yep. This is as close to traveling through history as we have. Army, Air Force, Army, Navy. Always bet the under. Yeah. That's just don't both these teams play with fullbacks? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Give me Air Force and give me the over. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I will uh, strictly just go under again. Under pr- only. All right. Principal play. So. Uh, next up, SMU minus five at Memphis, over under 70 and a half. Ooh, I definitely like SMU to bounce back. Do you? I will say Memphis, much better at home mm-hmm. than on the road. Yep, 100%. Actually, I don't know if I like SMU to bounce back. Now that I think about it, well, who are they, right? Who is SMU here? They, they, ooh, it was ooh, a sh- ooh, <laughs> shootout against Houston, but Houston's good. This is the type of thing is, is SMU, like... I don't think SMU got exposed or anything last weekend. Like, I know TCU stinks or whatever, but like, it was still a good win on the on the road at the time. Look at that big boy number seventy and a half for the over under. Not too. not fucking not with touching that. that no. no 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 no. Uh, even though they would have hit that seventy and a half, you said. Yep. They would have topped the last two weeks, but I don't care. Um, Memphis is re- a really infuriating team. I mean, they beat up Navy. They lost to Tulsa and Temple. Yeah, I actually... Uh, give me SMU. I think SMU covers. Uh, I don't like the over or the under. I mean, it could go, that could go either way. But I think SMU. All right. I'm going with Memphis. Covers. So, uh, yeah. Should Good. That, you Good. Wanna, you want to make that... Of, lots of disagreement. Yeah, let's make this our... Our Fight Club game of the in week. In honor of Cincinnati. In honor of the American getting fucked. Yeah. Although, if Memphis wins this game, it's uh, just another feather in the cap for Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. You got a <laughs> quality loss. Dude, you got to put them even higher. Quality loss for Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah. Memphis wins this game. Mississippi State maybe cracks the top 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next up, Georgia Tech plus 10.5 at Miami over under 63.5. Miami starting to feel itself. Uh, Miami putting up points now that De'Ara King is the fuck out of there. Um, I mean, Georgia Tech sucks. They do. I like Miami here. I like this Tyler Van Dyke kid. Yeah. He's been kind of sneaky for Miami. Beat Pitt on his arm. Um, honestly, yeah. Like, fucking. Miami's going to fucking shit pump Georgia Tech. Fuck Georgia. Georgia Tech stinks. Yeah. I think Miami rolls. And this is the type of. So Miami's already fully fucked up their season. Like, they've already crapped their pants, right? Yeah. So this is where they start to look competent again. Yeah, and I think they're pretty much extending. I think Manny Diaz got the extension. Okay. Or there's like some talks of like keeping Manny Diaz mm-hmm. and having some type of, you know, <laughs> not not flipping through another coach every two or three years. So some stability in Miami. That's So I said this, and uh, if you didn't hear on the baseball show, college basketball starts next week. Uh, and I was saying this last year after Mizzou lost in the first round of the tournament. And it's like, dude, like, are we only ever going to be, like, fucking mediocre under Conzo Martin? And I was like, maybe, but at this point, like, we can't keep changing basketball coaches every three years. Right. Like, at some point, you just got to eat shit and just, like, let, let someone build a real program, even if it's a mediocre pro. Like, actually have a base, right? Like, actually have a fucking foundation laid, even if the foundation's not that great, because it's better than no fucking foundation. So unless you're going to bring in some John Calipari motherfucker who's going to bring you five stars immediately, you might as well just lay that fucking foundation and then maybe someone else comes along or something like that. 
And I think Miami's not wrong for doing that because it's the same thing with college football. You can't just keep switching fucking coaches every three years. No. That's, I mean, that's not how you get any type of winning program. That's not how you... No. You, you even get competent enough no. to flirt with 500. Right. Uh, I, there are some talks. You see uh, Al Golden to uh, UConn? No. Kind of like that hire. Why not? Well, fuck it. Speaking of Miami, I, <laughs> he was just not the fit in Miami. It looks like a used car salesman. Yeah, that's not really what but you UConn? Well, hold on. Hold on. Jimmy Johnson looks like a used car salesman. No, 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 no. Jimmy Johnson sells brand new cars off the lot. Okay. Al Golden wears a short sleeve dress shirt that he has a tie with that goes into his belt. Okay. So Jimmy Johnson's selling like a fucking Bugatti. To Corvettes. You. Corvettes, yeah. If you want to be topical. With a <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That should actually be the lady screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Crime Kona. Yeah. I didn't let it get that far. <laughs> uh so we're both in Miami. Yeah. Um next up, Penn State. Welcome to the outside of the top twenty five. Womp womp. Minus ten at Maryland, over under fifty five and a half. Uh Here's uh, Franklin's kind of been in talks. Uh, USC potentially, LSU, USC. Like, you know, has he kind of reached his ceiling at Penn State? Yeah, I love Penn State here. Uh, Maryland has gotten fucking rolled by every competent team they've played. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, Penn State, this is kind of where they flex their muscle. Like, they're not necessarily top end of the Big Ten at this point, but they're clearly above fucking Maryland, upper middle tier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Tulane at my Knights. I will be at this game, actually. Homecoming. Going to homecoming. little home cooking for the boy. Uh, Tulane's getting 13, over-unders 59 and a half. Um, Tulane, uh, I believe last place in the American right now. Man, after, what, after such a start to the year. And they've given good teams, like, kind of tough, <laughs> tough battles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, Although I do, I think Pratt, that fucking quarterback, he's a sophomore, he's kind of been out. I don't yeah. know if he's returning this week or what. I don't know what the timetable is on his return. But yeah, they were down, what, 14-12 at half against Cincinnati last week? They are competent. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, this is a really low over-under for, look, Tulane, not that good, but unless your defense is good, they will put up 20 points on you. Like, oh, reliably. 35 on Oklahoma, I know, first game of the year. Our defense at home's actually been really good. Still, they put up 21 on Ole Miss on the road. Uh, 21 against UAB at home, and UAB's got a pretty good defense. Uh, 22 against Houston. 26 against SMU. Like, when I, I mean, when I, and obviously, like, Tulane's not good, but they will still score. The only team that they didn't really score on was Cincinnati. And you don't have Cincinnati's defense. We sure don't. No, we sure we sure as hell don't. <laughs> uh, I'm still looking if Michael Pratt's going to be available for this game. Not, of course, you know. Maybe the, maybe the college football committee had a point because there's yeah. no fucking news that actually covers this. So. I I like. I'm gonna. Uh, so for people who don't know, Dan likes to root against my teams uh, because he's cruel and pr- likes the pain of others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna root for you to have a good homecoming. Oh. I think UCF covers. I do think the over hits, but I think UCF covers. Did it go up to 13 and a half, you said? Oh, is it 13? It's oh, still oh. at 13. No, it's still at 13. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I like UCF to cover. Tulane is going to put up their like 20-ish points, mm-hmm. but you're going to put up like 40. So you're taking over in UCF? Yeah. And I hope you have a great weekend. What's your fucking angle here? <laughs> What are you doing? I just hope you have a fun time. No, you don't. I'm making these picks, so like I'm done. Giorgio, what do you think Rob's doing here? I don't know, but it's it's suspicious. I don't like it. It's sus. Very sus. You want me my child's godfather? No. Oh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I truly don't. That's, That's too bad. You're named it. Well, if you ever die, you and Courtney both die, I'm... And I am the godfather. I am dropping the kid off, no matter how old he is, at the firehouse. Yeah, I just need someone with a car to send him to the firehouse. There's a little slot, too, right? Yeah, the little microwave box type of So if he's like 13, I can just kind of dump him in there? Yeah, that's fine. Just push him in? Yeah. All right. Fits all types. All right, I agree, then. (laughs) 
It's on record. I'm your, I'm your son's godfather now. I don't know if you discussed that with Courtney or what. No, no, I didn't. It's fine, though. Well, she's not even Catholic, so she doesn't... Yeah, she didn't get a, she she didn't didn't get a say. She's lucky. She's lucky I'm even letting the baby be Catholic. Yeah. 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 Baptized yet? Not yet, no. We're waiting until we go out. Move so we're just going to be in purgatory this whole time. Limbo. Babies, unbaptized babies go to limbo. What's the difference between limbo and purgatory? So purgatory is a waiting room. You don't stay in purgatory forever. Oh, and limbo is a, a game you play at parties. Yes. No, limbo, we've talked about this before. It's where the babies just float around in a vacuum. They're not in heaven or hell. Hello, can you go? Mm-hmm. Hello, can you go? Hello, can you go? Yeah. Yeah. Lim- limbo. Pretty easy for, uh, oh, shouts to MacBook Pro. Uh, pretty easy for a baby to get under the bar, though. It is. They're just crawling. Yeah. Or if they can't even walk like mine, you just slide them. On it, but they're disqualified every time. So, yeah. I mean, once you're any part of your body that's. Not, yeah, not your his, feet his head's hit, touching the ground. Stupid. Yeah. Um, for this game, I actually don't like the over, but I won't bet on that either. Um, I'm just going to hope we shit pump them. But at the same time... I believe in you. Uh, I'm going to go under. I'm gonna, under? I'm going to say there's no points. Good lord. It's actually... Um, it's supposed to rain. Do you even want to have fun? It's supposed to rain. So. All right. It's supposed to rain all weekend. So super excited for my trip to That's Orlando. Funny. I think it's going to be... Scattered thunderstorms all about. I bet... You know what? This game probably doesn't even get played. <laughs> well, that's a push then. Yeah. That's that's my expectations for this weekend. What time is the game? Four. It's actually it's perfect, right? Per, I think four o'clock, three or four o'clock is the perfect time slot for a game because you have just enough time to tailgate. It's only, yeah, it is. It's only, uh, it only maxes out at like a 50% chance of precipitation. 56. So only 56, yeah. 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 It's not too bad. It's just not the majority. You know, it's Over. the majority. Over. Okay. Uh, I'll be on the under. Um, I don't, I, I, won't care regardless right. as long as we win i'll be fine uh yeah next up we have coastal carolina catch or minus 20 at georgia southern over under 60 and a half does georgia southern get the clay helton bump <laughs> uh no because they know that their current coach is like dead so you know like they're lame duck i, I think coastal rolls this is one of those games where coastal just like murders and you're like man, man coastal's pretty good i think Mm-hmm. Even though they lost to App State. At App State, that's not a bad loss. No. I don't, I don't think it's a bad loss at all. I don't think it is either. Yeah. Um, it's a weird game. Uh, Coastal, 20 is a weird number. It's like, can they win by three touchdowns? Mm-hmm. Georgia Southern still, for the time being, runs a stupid fucking triple option. <sighs> I will go. I'll ride with Coastal. Just because, I, I, you know, Chant- we- Chanticleers need to rebound. Right. Uh, next up, Florida minus eighteen. At- oh, hey, welcome, Florida. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. We need to get Jake on. Yeah, we need to get Jake on. We do actually. Oh, fuck, we really do. Our our co-host of Softcore History, Jacob Wheeler Goldman. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Outside the Top Twenty Five. Uh, Florida minus eighteen at South Carolina over under fifty three. Um, South Carolina is terrible. They're really bad. Dan Mullen is on the hot seat because he, I guess, doesn't like to recruit during the season. Whoops. Likes to say, uh, where Kirby Smart says uh, recruiting is essential. Dan right. Mullen's like, I will get to it, I guess, like after. Like, let's worry about the games now. Let me look up the recruiting classes for next year, actually, because let's see where Florida is. Because if Florida's not in the top 15, it's bad. If they're not in the top 10, they're pissed. Yeah, you're the school in a top two recruiting state. Yeah. Your top dog. Oh, my God. Are they, are they outside the top 30? No, they're 22nd, which is pretty bad. That's for them. terrible. To give you some, to, here, here is just to give you some uh, uh, perspective on this. The top two schools are Georgia and Bama one of whom they have to play every year, the other one they likely have to play if they want to win the SEC. Then, actually, those are the only two SC schools in the top 10 right now for 2022. But then, at 11, you have A&M. 12, you have LSU. 13, you have another school Florida plays every year in Florida State. And then at 14, you have another school that Florida plays every year in Missouri, because Drink is recruiting, unlike Dan Mullen. Uh, and then at 16, somehow, is fucking Kentucky. And then 
Oh my God! Is the whole SEC every every SEC East school except for Vanderbilt is in front of Florida right now? For, oh, for recruiting. I'm for, sorry. No, Tennessee's behind him. Too. I, he hates it. it. How do you not at least have an assistant that does everything I, for you? Yeah. So I'm sorry. Tennessee and Vanderbilt are the only SEC East schools not ranked ahead of Florida for the recruiting for recruiting next year. Like even South Carolina is a spot ahead of them. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And then you might have to get Mullen out there, <laughs> dude. If he doesn't like to recruit, yeah, he's got to go. Bring back Urban. Let's, let's just bring it full circle and do that. To be yeah, honest, that's where he should have gone. Let's bring it back. That's where he should have gone. Uh, next up, no, we didn't. Oh wait, pick. I took Florida. This is a tough one. I do kind of think this is a game where Florida, yeah, kicks the shit out of them. Um, what I'm trying to decide on is the over under. So what is it? What's the over? 53. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Florida can score 40 points themselves. I don't know if South Carolina can score 14. So 53, South Carolina would have hit that against A&M because they scored 14, and, a- on, and they scored on A&M, who scored 44. Uh, they hit it against Tennessee. Kentucky was a, a, a slugfest. What did you say it was? 50 what? 53. And they tied it. They pushed it against Georgia. All right. Give me the over. Okay. Do you want to take Florida too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Florida for sure. Okay. Next up, Clemson. Yeah. Oh man, we got Some all the fun teams here. Minus four at Louisville. Give me Clemson. Clemson rolls. Uh, I I agree too. Uh, this you know, like they're bad this year, but they're still right. They're not Louisville. They're, right. Louisville. They're Clemson. Sucks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, over under is kind of interesting if you like unders. What's the over-under for this? I actually didn't write it down. Because uh, early in the day, they did not have the over I'm sorry. I, it's it's so kind of right now, line. It's 46 and a half. 46 and a half. Okay. Uh, S&P Plus has the over hitting kind of uh, by, by like seven points. It's a pretty big disparity. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, though. I mean, Louisville's the one with the offense more so than Clemson. Like, they hit, I mean, the over would have hit against Florida State. But I mean, their last couple games, like they wouldn't, they barely even. So you're gonna touch that? They, man, Clemson just hasn't been scoring, except against Florida State. Louisville, not necessarily awful. Like they're not letting up a ton of points. You have Virginia scored a lot on them, but Virginia scores a lot. Wake scores a lot. I'm staying away from it. Just give me Clemson. Okay. Uh, next up, our Texas Longhorns catching Woo! six and a half in Ames. Iowa State over under sixty and a half. What a year for both of these schools. Banner years. I love it so much. I hate both these schools. They are so lame. It's at Iowa State, so I immediately give me the under sixty and a half. Sixty and a half. Yeah, give me the under. Taking the under. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh. Texas catching six and I like. I actually I, I like Texas here to with the points and I, I think they win the money line. Give me Texas money line. Okay. Um, I think Texas covers two actually. I don't know if, how I feel about the money line. It would be funny if this is the year they win in Iowa State. Right. Yeah. It's like usually it ruins their season. But yeah. It's like their season's already ruined. Right. Yeah. They play much better when they don't have to be Texas. No expectations. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you pick a money line yet? I haven't you yet. Have no, no. Do you do you see anything in these na- next three that make you want to? What is you didn't put a uh, Houston's favored, right? Yeah, minus uh, thirteen. Okay, yeah, Houston rolls against UCF for sure. USF, USF. You sorry, did, you did it again, you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, um, hey, I see you. Yeah, it's because you're fucking your old money elite. Yep. Yeah, and you're new money garbage. Mm-hmm. You're never getting out of that trailer park, boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Except in a casket. Yeah, yeah. Houston kills them here. It's uh, actually weird. S and P Plus only has it at a fourteen point win. It feels like this is like a 20 over under is fifty three. Yeah, uh, USF isn't been, hasn't been great about scoring. Uh, thirteen. Yeah, that I I agree. Both we're both on Houston. Uh, next up, a game that they actually considered having a uh, game day at. Oh, that'd be fun. Or at least they were trying to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least campaign for it to happen. UTSA, our Roadrunners, you're welcome. You're back in the not top 25, despite not losing a single game. 
I feel bad welcome, for... Yeah, welcome back. feel bad for all our hitters in San Antonio right now. Um, you know, this is the team of the country, the team of the nation. This is who everybody gets kind of behind mm-hmm. as, like, universally, like, nobody hates UTSA. No one. How could meep, you? Meep. First off, they have a great mascot. An A-plus mascot. They just signed their coach to a 10-year extension. Um, just a feel-good story all around, except for not being ranked. Uh, UTEP. Weirdly, uh, they're not very good, but they, the record says otherwise. Right. I believe they only have one loss right now. What, to Florida Atlantic? Oh, wait, no, they just lost to Florida Atlantic. Never mind. Yeah, they uh, lost so to Boise. Two they loss. Two loss. Boise. Yeah, yeah, two loss UT, UT, UTEP. Okay. Six and two. Uh, maybe that's why they didn't go, because they lost to Florida Atlantic. Willie Taggart and the, the crew. Yeah. Um, I love UTSA here. With 11 points? Yeah. Okay. Um, Rivalry game, though. Yeah, so throw I, the record books out. I don't want to bet against UTSA. Like, I like UTSA. I, I think UTSA wins. I, I don't have any reason to, to doubt them. Okay. Yeah. And our final game on the docket, USC getting eight and a half in Tempe. This doesn't make sense. Give me USC. Money right? Line? Money line? Mm, just definitely the, definitely the points. Give me the over, too. 59. It's this over is under 60. That's kind of nuts to me. It's 59 or 60. It's 59. So I'm saying it's under 60. Okay. So I like the over. I like USC to cover. Uh, let, me look at, let me look at USC. I like the under. Okay. So we'll, we'll disagree there. Uh, were there any games that we already discussed that you like the money line for? Um, you're on Boston College plus the three. Do you want to make that a money line pick? Who are they playing? Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah. That's just gonna be BC money line again. I, I just they just can't keep losing. Like they gotta win a game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what is your just kind of rando pick of the week? A rando. You want to just kind of go through the uh, some games right now? I mean, you got. Nevada, San Jose State. I don't like those games. Those are your games. I don't like those games. <laughs> you don't like those games? No, I just, I have no. 10 points. Uh, Nevada's lane 10, over under 54 and a half. Yeah, that's fine. I just, I'm not, I don't, that doesn't interest me <laughs> at all. Uh, I'll tell you what I like. Um, How about this too, right? If you like a, a unranked team to beat. A ranked team? A ranked team. Oh, well, now i got to look at that. Or, or not necessarily beat it, but cover. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. We can allow that. Let me look at the lines. Because, like, there's so many just ranked teams playing on ranked teams this week. Yeah, let me look at those. I haven't looked at those lines in a, in a minute. Um, this week, I feel like it's kind of devoid of a lot of fun games. Um, Boise-Fresno should be fun. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, Ooh, Tennessee-Kentucky right now is a pick em. That's bizarre. Okay, I have one, kind of. Um, you know, UNC is favored against Wake Forest. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you're going to take Wake? Yeah. UNC is minus two and a half against Wake Forest. Well, that's not the rules. You can't pick the ranked team. I'm not. Well, yeah, I'm just saying they're gone. I'm not taking it for that okay. specific purpose. Um, that's wild. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, shit. Our producer's getting up. He's leaving. We have a red flag game with a top five team. What's that? Michigan State. Purdue? At Purdue. You want to take the Boilermakers? Give me a fucking Purdue Boilermakers to upset Michigan State at home. Money line? <laughs> D- let's d- so Michigan State's a three-point favorite. Okay, so you're just going to take the, the points or the money line? Do you, want to, do you want the Purdue to be your money line over Boston College? Or I guess it, it could be whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just, uh, just give rule. me Purdue points. We're making things up as we go. So Purdue but I do think three. Purdue wins this game, kind of. I could see that. Like Michigan State coming off one of their biggest wins in recent memory, just blowing it to Purdue because that's what mm-hmm. Purdue does. Yep, that's what fucking happens. Uh, also... Dude, there's a couple interesting where the unranked team are, are, is favored. Uh, Mississippi State is a five-point dog at Arkansas. Huh. Okay. 
Uh, right now, I'm just kind of oh my god contemplating some things. Dude, Tennessee is even money at Kentucky. I just said that. Yeah. So oh, a pick them. That is insane. California's laying twelve against Arizona. Um, hate that game. East Carolina's laying fifteen and a half at, uh, at home against Temple. Oh, I have a Dan special here. That's at the, a lot of points at the bottom. What's that? Uh, San Diego State only seven and a half point favorite against Hawaii at Hawaii. They're ranked though, San Diego State. I know, I know the rule. So the so rule would be I'd, is, I'd have to pick Hawaii, right, on the island. Yeah, which you like usually, typically. Um, in Hawaii, they run the ball more than you think, though. Yeah, under Todd Graham. Uh, in San Diego State, like they're pretty physical. They could smash them. Uh, no, I hate that game. Um, <laughs> San Jose State, Nevada, 54.5. San Jose State can't score. Okay. They could win this game, but they they can't score. So I'm going to go under 54.5, Nevada, San Diego State. Or San Jose State. All right. Nevada, under, what was the number again, 54.5? I believe so. Okay. So we'll do that as my rando game of the week. Obviously, our Fight Club game of the week is uh, Memphis and SMU. You're on SMU. I'm on Memphis. Pony up. I forgot they did. They, yeah. One of the two. Who they're knows? this one. No, because te- uh, TCU, their rival, is this. And then SMU is this. Either to, way. I used to make fun of the SMU kids I was friends with. I was like, what are you, like Cobras? This is like- it's late on a Wednesday. Uh, we've hit our hour mark. I'm ready to get the fuck out of Let's here. Let's fucking go. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to be in the lead this time next week, just so you know. We'll see. You're uh, gonna, and you're going to be furious, and it's going to be rad. Till next week, this has been the Outside the Top 25. Hopefully, we don't see your school in the show. But we probably will. <laughs>